Hello, this is Lisa Hazard and Misty Lore, and guess what? It's Akasha too, and this is We Are All Psychic. Akasha, you are back. If you don't know Akasha or you've never heard her name, you probably heard the word before, but that's another story. Uh, Akasha has been on the show before, and she did a podcast about witchcraft and magic, and we are having her back. And Misty, of course, would love to ask her lots of questions. Misty, how are you today? Yes. I am excited. <laughs> Very excited. It is 8.39 p.m. on November 17th. November 17th, I do believe. We are burning Palo Santo. Yes. So our, yes. our, our tech, maybe in hopes that our technology will cooperate. And so far, things are quieting down. We had, you know, we were going to start at 8. It's 8.40 now. So, yeah, that's what happens when you do a podcast about psychic anything or which maybe or are they the same thing hey akasha do you still think we're all psychic yes no you know it do you uh, know Miss, that we are all psychic you did say you knew it misty what do you think do you think we're all psychic still i asked you this like two days ago i think i still think we are because you can yes. change your mind i think you know? so i think so too i agree i so, might um, next week you never know you never know. You never know because we're not psychic. You we? never know. We're not really what we do know, but we don't. Know. I know. We can change it, but we I don't know. That's a whole like that's like a whole podcast dedication. <laughs> can we change it? And if we do, is it really changed? Anyway, getting off topic. Do you foresee me changing it? <laughs> I foresee you never changing it ever. <laughs> okay. <That's> my forecast. <laughs> All right. Um, but before, uh, you know, when we were fixing our technical difficulties, uh, we asked Akasha and Misty, I asked Misty and she, they asked me, we were like, what do we talk about? Misty was kind of curious about spells and we started talking about spell work in particular in witchcraft. So Akasha, will you break down like, yes. what, how, what is a spell? Someone who doesn't know what a spell is like at all, how would you sum it up? Well, uh I first, uh, I, well, I don't actually sum it up. A lot of times when a person asks me what a spell is, I look at them and I ask them, have you ever said a prayer? Have you asked, ever asked for help from another entity other than yourself? Um, and the answer is usually about, oh, 85% of the time, yes. Well, there's no difference between a prayer and a spell. There's none, none at all. And what makes them the same? They're the one the same. What what what? what it's makes all them about the same? energy. It's about <laughs> it's a, a sending out energy. You know, whether it be just a prayer request or you know, uh, uh, energy of you know prayer with extra items and a whole, whole you know years of study and research. It's still sending out energy and a focused means in a way that you're going to get something back in return. Okay. So it's a prayer. You're asking for something. Okay. And you do, you feel it. I love it's, that. It's, you I feel that, that it's especially outside of your own power to do it. You're asking for help from an external something. Or could you be it's asking for your own help? asking for help. It's just asking it's for not, help. It's not just about help. Okay. It could be guidance. Guidance. Okay. Knowledge could be intuition it could be um oh you need a spout of creativity yeah you need help to be inspired right um 
it's any kind of request. And it could be just talking to nature. That's that's a prayer too. Yeah. You're pr- talking to your animal. That's a prayer because you're mm-hmm. talking to something they that's think it is. not counted as a sentient <laughs> being. Yeah. You know? Yes. yes. <laughs> they think it is. He's just you know, he listens to my prayers. You know, um, so that's a really that's a great example. I I think I think that's a really great way to explain it. And um, like in in witchcraft in particular or in magic, if someone were to come to you and they do know what a spell is and they do know what a witch is and they want to learn some magic, how would you explain that past and beyond what you just said? Like, how would you say, okay, well, this is how you, this is what spells are about. Like I've heard intention a lot, for example, for, for witchcraft, intention is what you put into it and what you put into it is your own energy, but you're also... it's also studying and researching the variety of tools that you'll be using alongside it, whether it be herbs, oils, or whatnot. Um, and anytime you're using any kind of tools, especially organic tools, you, know, you need to understand the medical aspect of stuff along with the magical aspect of it. Because you're going to be using in your spell, you're going to be burning it, you're going to anoint yourself or somebody else or with it. So there's the research basic. Be prepared for the research. There's no avoiding it. It seems like if you wanted um, to cast a spell but, and you had an interest in herbs and stuff, the research, you've mentioned that in your first podcast, research, research. So the research comes pretty naturally if you're interested in it, though, I would think, for most people. Right. So if someone But don't just you, look at it like the. It's also the legal aspect, because like if you're going to use feathers or other elements, you also have to understand the law behind it, you know. Will you get thrown in jail because you use that hawk feather right. in your spell? And the answer is yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh wow. Even if it's a religious practice, I guess. Well, I mean, I guess if it were considered it's a matter. religious practice, it's a matter. You know, it doesn't. They're still they wow. don't care. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. It's illegal to hold. So there's one. definitely that, but one. so you want to give them precautions mm-hmm. about what to to look for before you even right. like really delve too far into it. Right. So know your material so you don't and burn then, your eyes out. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yes. Safety. <laughs> safety tips. Also, know your safety, whether it be fire safety, water safety, storm safety. You know, know your safety tips. And in a cautious case, electrical safety. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 A lot of times, yeah. (laughs) But, okay, so once you've got, like, that knowledge, I also say practice your meditation. So start with 30 seconds. Easy breezy. Work on your meditation and just your breathing and grow from there is your meditation is going to help you focus your intent and be careful about your intent. Be very, very careful about your intent. So, okay. What kind of, well, yeah, I definitely want to cover that. I'm really interested in like all kinds of ethical questions and stuff like that, but I kind of want to get back to like, what, what is, what, what goes into a spell? What kinds of spells are there? I mean, what, what, like a spell is like, you know, before without magic included, I would I would think of songs. You know, like uh, I cast a spell on you. You know, and stuff like you know the love spell. It's like everyone <laughs> like hears that. of the love spell. You know, magic's really not the love spell. That's not all there is. There's a lot more. But that's what a lot of people think of as a love spell. You know, or or uh, you know, which is burning. But you gotta be careful you know, with the love spell. Of, but spells um, in particular, they think okay. of love spells. You know, or, but I know for you, yeah, personally, there's so many different kinds. 
I know that you taught me that. I mean, you can just think one, you can like light a candle and do this. I mean, there's a lot of different things. So like, what would you, would you say there? Uh, anything. As far as spells, you got you, you, <laughs> anything you can think of to ask for, <laughs> want, desire, work for, need. Um, you can create the spell for. Um, like I said, intention, whatever you have your focus towards, whether it be getting good grades or being able to speak in public or, you know, getting that job and being able to attract, you know, the right attitude from your future employer or better yet, customer service. And, you know, I know this one person who does charms on makeup. You wear your lipstick and it, it what it does is it charms the people you're dealing with so that way they're not so angry and hostile. It Ooh, that's a good one. Them yeah. and more attracts them to more where they're they're more happy and attracted to you and more flirtatious than they are hostile. So I mean, there's anything you could think of to do as far as whatever. Your imagination is your limit, really. Um, whether huh? it be clean. Yes, it is. Your imagination is your limit. So I know That's there are the best some ways saying it. Oh, I don't know this, but I've just read it. But uh, <laughs> I've read that a lot of uh, there are different kinds of people in which community that really focus on like one particular aspect. I think in your last podcast, you talked about being eclectic, if anything. Um, and there are a lot of different types, but some, from what I'm reading, I've read some witches would be like, no, you don't do spells this way. You, you have to do them the way that you're right. following your deity says, or because of the way you're trained. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. that, that's always found that interesting too, but I, I agree with you more. Well, that something uh, like this should be the sky's the limit, you know? Right. It, it, it is when you go with the eclectic and when you're going for the foundation, um, and I'm going for fundamental truths that I have researched through a variety of, you know, aspects of the right. pagan religion. Um, like, like the Druids, know, they have a very specific way of going around it because it's all nature-based. Right, Trees right. are worshipped, you know. <laughs> so. so the reason I was asking that was because... Um, it was about what you had said before when I said, no, we'll come back to this. So now we're coming back to this. Mm -hmm. Like there are different kinds of witches who do different things for different reasons. What are some of those reasons? Are they ethical reasons? Are they, and you, you had mentioned before the podcast, there are costs to casting spells sometimes. Mm -hmm. So like. Um, actually with all times, uh, every spell, there's a cost. It doesn't matter. Every prayer, there's a cost. Um, whether it be your time or your energy or your focus to an actual physical cost in your life, whether it be a loss of something or a gain of something, but every gain, there's a loss. Um, so you always have to worry about and look for, you know, this personal gain, you know, asking for something that will in turn hurt somebody else. And that's a cost. So what kind of- um... It's a yes for promotion. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because uh, it goes to karma, you know, a, a lot of more people, I guess, uh, in witchcraft, maybe they say like, uh, comes back times three, a lot of times, so three, so three is the magic number. It's so, some <laughs> sex, some yeah. sex, that's some sex. When it concerns ethics, you're dealing with um, something that's actually a personal choice, you know, from one witch to the other. There are people you know, in the witchcraft community who believe in the law of three, which you send back 
you receive times three. So if you were to harm somebody, whatever harm you sent them will come back to you threefold. Um, there are others who don't believe per se that threefold law. They're more of trying to be true to themselves, trying to keep themselves balanced. And they're on the line of the line along the lines of nobody is pure good, just like nobody is pure evil. Okay. It's just learning how to target your target uh, your darkness or your the negative aspects of yourself because they're there. Yeah, you know, I like to call it helping karma along. Yeah, I've heard you. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh, I'm more of. I, I believe in trying to keep myself balanced. I did go down the na- nature of doing all good, and I would. My life was chaotic and hectic, and even my thoughts were. Um, I noticed when I was being more balanced with my practice, as far as yeah, I'm pretty much good. I stay good, but yeah, you know, when something's done that hurts me or my family. I don't mind sitting there and turning around and, you know, sending Helping that stuff out. right back. <laughs> well, it's not white. Know, sending yeah. the energy back is not a white. So no. it, 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 it is helping karma out, but you are allowed to. Yeah. You don't need you to keep that. on all that energy to yourself. You know, reflect it back. It's a good thing. Mirrors are great. You know, reflect that, you know, energy right back to the sender and, and it doesn't affect you. So it, it, there are also spells that can um, that that people like would have questionable, like a love spell, for example, is a very good one that you can say, well, is that ethical to cast a love spell on someone? Or to someone a, 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 I agree with you. You know, I mean, but who wants to be with someone who's Both. just there because of their, they were given a chocolate that made them fall in love with you? I mean, who wants to do that? To me, yeah, it seems I like, agree. why would you want yeah. that? But that's yeah. a very selfish you're, love. You're just talking you know? you're, specific. Yeah. Well, that is very you talk, You're talking about a specific <laughs> yeah. type of love spell. <laughs> the of love spells. There's the love spells. Yeah, there's like draw the right help ones. help a relationship along. Yeah. You know, one that's, you know, relationship that's already in swing. You're married or you've been dating for a while and you're in a funk. That's totally different because that's consensual. You've done consented to the relationship. Um, but to sit there and use spell work, to impose your will because that's what most people think of a spell is oh i put a spell on you now you've got to love me you cannot manufacture love it is not possible you get Mm -hmm. obsession you get obsession and that is dangerous and it is deadly for everybody yeah it Mm -hmm. is unethical because you are taking somebody's will away from them and it's I agree. Mm. I think that's not a good thing at all. Yeah. I think that, that's and they're not in love with that person either. That's yeah. where a lot of people yeah. Have, yeah. Uh, have that fear. When it concerns that, um, the reason why it's unethical is because you're imposing, taking somebody's will away anytime you do that. It, it For one, it takes a lot of juju. So don't think that just anybody can do that. You have to have mega power to take somebody's will away. You can't just it, it doesn't just happen that way. So for the majority of people listening, don't worry about that as much. You have to take somebody very powerful and somebody who's powerful enough, nine times out of 10, not every time, because you get those naturals that can do it from the get-go. Um, nine times out of 10, they know the consequences, they know what they're doing, and they're not going to do it. It's just not, it's not worth the cost. It's yeah. too high a price. 
Yeah, I like that's that's, that's good. I feel that yeah. too, as far as, as anytime anyone says, I think that's what a lot of people fear about the term witchcraft or magic. They're afraid of people wanting to dominate them Being control and burn their house down. Yes, yes, that's scary. Yeah, hex and curse. That's what people think a lot of times. But now it's yeah. loosening up. A lot of people yeah. are changing. <laughs> I, I'm around. You know, for me, it has. I mean, I like I, I've in the past twenty five years. What? It's a lot different than when I was when I was twenty years old in nineteen. Like yeah, 90, it was. Yeah, ninety three, I guess, or ninety five. I was twenty. So it's like uh, the the I knew Wiccans. Wiccans were around, you know, but we didn't we didn't yep. know. I didn't. I knew a couple, and they were cool. It was accepted, but they were still kind of like not Christians, you know. <laughs> and they and they kept to themselves. They didn't advertise it because right. then they would probably get you know some harassment from the people around or just right. laughed at maybe or something. Something negative would happen. But there are sects that do practice it and practice that kind of stuff regularly, but. They're the ones that giving everybody else a bad name. They are. Yeah. It's the bad apple. Yeah. yeah. Akasha, so is there anything else that you want to add that you've, uh, to any of this we've been talking about? Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, there is, uh, when you're joining like a sect or you're about to, you know, start doing work and stuff to belong as part of a, like a start various practice, okay? Research the practice, um, see what they do, because some do require and do delve into sacrificing, like animal sacrificing and stuff like that. And there are paths that do darker crafts and stuff, because, I mean, I do know there are covens that call demons. Before you join, do the research, do the background. Make sure that's something you really want to do and get into. Most of it is not demon or horrible or animal sacrifice. Actually, 94% is not. But, you know, you don't want to stumble on the 6% that is and be like, what did I just Oops. enter into? Yeah, and, so, and then so from what, like research. the movies, the movies make those <laughs> yeah. seem like they don't want you to ever go away either. Once you're in, you're in. <laughs> no you're in you're in because you know too many secrets you know and yeah. they can't let you go yeah so, yeah. <laughs> so um uh, you know we've, we've been doing this podcast for about probably about 15 years uh, with akasha just the three of us for, from misty's point of view because misty has a lot of questions for you akasha <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've been writing, writing, writing. She's been waiting, waiting. She's screaming. Away. Missy, would you like to ask Akasha some questions? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so one just popped up. Um, when you were talking about uh, somebody actually getting into um, a, a cult that they weren't prepared to get into or they didn't want to, and um, then you were talking about how um, they don't want you to leave or get out of that. Um, what if somebody out there is, is actually in that situation and stuck in one of those cults? What kind of um, advice would you give them to help them get out of it? Um, find a way of disappearing. Um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. It can't be that bad. Oh, I, I bet. A way I of bet. Disappearing yourself, uh, finding a way of reaching out. And sometimes it can be hard because some of these sex and Kevin, so you can get to the point where, you know, you're all part of the same phone plan. Well, guess what? They have 
stuff on that phone that tells them who you're contacting, who you're not. You're as scary as those scary movies get. That's how scary it can get in real life. And that's how hard it can be to get out of that stuff. That's why I say research before you join. Don't just join because your friend is. Know what you're going into before you make any kind of pack, before you seal any kind of deal. And in a lot of those sects, will only let you on the outer outsides of it before so before you get to where you're trapped so right, not all you know. of them of the bad ones right some of them they go mm-hmm. through testing and the process and whatnot so you can get a general idea of what you're getting into as you go and have time to back out if it's not your way um okay. for the other ones it, it what advice? I mean, for someone who's stuck other than disappear, is there anything to do other than disappear? I mean, from your point of view? Well, for one, it is definitely start with the protection and stuff that you can, but also try to reach out. And oh, as far as the bad ones, never allow yourself to be so cut off from people that you know that can help pull you out of a bad situation. So always stay connected to other people. Never allow the sect to completely isolate you. Because once they have you isolated, I mean, it's your best bet is to try to turn around and just leave everything behind, change your name, you know, because it can get bad. But if it doesn't get bad, you know, quick, then, I mean, just make sure you keep enough outside influences to where if you have to, you have a safe place to go to move on with your life elsewhere and also leave before it gets there. They're saying, Mm -hmm. Oh, you got to do a blood pact. And once you get this far, you cannot, you know, turn back. Well, start asking the deep questions there because if it's like a permanent for life, you may not want it. Right. Right. You're not going to. Mm -hmm. That's good advice. Okay. Well, the next question I have is what if you think that you, that, you've been um, a victim of somebody putting like a bad spell on you. How would you go about getting rid of that? How would you protect yourself? Okay. First of all, don't even allow yourself to think that you've been cursed or hexed or jinxed or messed with. Okay. Um, For one, you're allowing it to have permission to do so. And also sometimes we can think that that's happening and it's not an intern jinx hex or curse ourselves Mm -hmm. um you never want to be the source of your own curse (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like very interesting (laughs) yeah that sounds like hell (laughs) i have a few questions now powerful (laughs) (laughs) lisa go ahead So I saw this therapist when That's I was. So <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Go ahead Lisa. <laughs> no, I was joking. I was only joking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyways, for for starters, it's what you're thinking. Okay, then then turn around and try to figure out what was done and by whom. Um, because chances are you can break it and reverse it. And then a lot of times, sometimes it's just, there's a generational curse or one that's tied to the, to the family. Yes. And then by by breaking the habits, 
making okay. those habits not even allowed in your home. Because um, generational curses are usually tied to like sexual abuse or verbal abuse yes. or some kind of abuse and stuff. First of mm-hmm. all, change your thinking into telling yourself that you never deserve to be treated like that. Okay. Not even by yourself. Because a victim's turn to turn around and victimize himself. It's it, it's the way it goes. Yes. Yes. Um, so first break the habit with yourself. Then turn around and not allow it in your presence. I mean, you have to be strict. You have to be firm. You have to sit there and say, hey, I cannot allow this anymore in my life or around me as far as the energy because otherwise I'm going to be casting it upon my child. And even if it does, mm-hmm. your children, that they have power, that they have say, you know, that they have control, that they don't, ha- that there's no reason on earth that somebody should treat them a certain way ever. I have yeah. a question. Um, yeah, and it's so hard with that. a child. Yeah. And re- regarding that, um, yeah. that re- you know, what you just said is just most excellent advice. How could you integrate spell work or magic into that process? I mean, to become... Well, there's several types of, well, it depends on what type of spell you want to use. Let's just say there's alcohol abuse in your family and um, you you totally don't want that to be your life or your kid's life. And you've done what you said. Well, what kind of ritual thing could you do to uh, stop that? Um, For one, I would turn around and, you know, go through the home on a regular basis. Cause let's say you don't say alcohol is not 100% not allowed. You allow a little, but you teaching them the boundaries and the limits go through you every now and then and do an alcohol purge, just a ceremony to where, okay, alcohol is a little bit high in this house. This is a little bit too much temptation. Let's go and purge it out. Let's go do a little purge party. And while we're doing this purge party, write down, about the alcoholism on a piece of paper and how you know it's affected you or somebody close to you and how you do not want it to affect you and burn that piece of paper as part of the ceremony. That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. And and I actually, a lot of the ones that come to mind are like burning. They're usually with a piece of paper, some candles, Um, look for herbs and stuff that will help you can even make a special oil to where let's say you're going to go around where there's temptation it's going to be a lot of drinking a lot of partying well it's kind of like a protection oil to protect you from the temptation as much put like a a shield around you yeah Um, there's also charms and seagulls and I mean, what, what, I would say whatever, like, where, like, whatever you can right, imagine, right? <laughs> what, what you would feel yeah. like, would right? You, what you would feel right. like. It's interesting right. when you say fire, or put it I on your the, lipstick. Yeah, let's say you want to wear your lipstick yeah. when you go party. Oh, like yes. yeah, yes. put that spell or enchantment on I your lipstick. It. I need some of that. Yes. And then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that could help so many people. You know what I mean? Right. If if they yes. would would you know actually get their minds to to do that. That's I mean, what I was saying a help he, to a lot of people. Right. When she was saying that about fire, it makes sense though because fire takes something and something else and combines it and creates something Plenty. new and and just destroys the other stuff that it's, it it changes it in some very fundamental way. So that's kind of what you do with your Purified thinking. You, you are destroying. Yeah. You're turning it into something else altogether. 
So, I mean, it's, it is very much like a burning process. I think that's, that's a pretty, like, that's yeah. pro- like a really cool way to put it. Like you always think of like fire. So like, like maybe in spell work, when you're going through this process, like it makes sense to think of whatever you're trying to get rid of, how you're trying to get rid of it and why. And maybe with, if you're going to use spells yeah. in particular, like, would it be like if it's a way you communicate, well, error is like communication. So maybe you do something with error. I don't know. You know, like, I don't know. It's just like, seems like that would work yeah. pretty well. Mm-hmm. Or neroli oil. Neroli oil is really, really good for communication. I It's one of the oils that I use in Bring Back the Fire. Oh, um, I just, I it's a relationship. Yeah. What it does is, because, um, you know, anytime there's a relationship of any, uh, no matter if it's a friendship, relationship, love, you get a buildup of negative thoughts. It just happens. Uh, yes, so there's does. stuff yeah. up in there Resentments that and, releases yeah. those negative negative thoughts. Yes, it clears I, them oh, out. I need that. Uh-huh. And purifies them, you know. I do. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's awesome. And I then like, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm gonna bring her shopping at Dragon. And then there's. It's it's bring back the fire. Makes it's a magical oil she makes called Bring Back the Fire, and. Uh, oh, she makes it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and okay, now uh, I'm gonna have to go to the shop tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> she the first time she told me about it, she goes, I have just told her this recently. I caught her this recently. She goes, It opens the lines of communication. She said that to me once, maybe, maybe twice, but I just have it in my head every time I use it. It opens the lines <laughs> of communication. And I'm like, it does. Because people huh? just start <laughs> <laughs> and they're really? doing things, happy the, stuff, and they're happy yeah. about whatever's going oh, on, you know, and they're telling their feelings. Yeah. I need that. Yeah, it, it's awesome. Well, it's I buy the big one. Is in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, are the, what are the three purposes? The big that, one, and what else? <laughs> oh no, the three purposes. The the three purposes of the oil. One is to dispel the negative thoughts. Then there's oil, there's herbs up in there that brings back that spark and that fire and that enthusiasm. I need that. And that yes. Yeah, you know, even that that lust, you know, that creativity, you know, that you're the sparks, the sparks yes. that you need. And then the last purpose, which is the most important part of it, is the neroli oil. And that opens the lines of communication. Because a lot mm-hmm. of times when you're having it- problems and issues, communication is blocked. I was doing the hand motions. <laughs> it's just like you just know yeah. it does. <laughs> I love it. I need a gallon of that, please. I'll be there yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like a love spell that I believe in, because uh, that there's nothing harmful in that. There's nothing that's controlling. What it right. does is it makes it possible for communication to happen. And, and that's, you know, any any relationship cannot survive without communication. You're right. And and I'm having the issue right now. So that would be amazing. I well, it's that, actually definitely. orange blossoms. Neroli oil is an essential oil made from the orange blossoms. Oh. It smells so, good. Okay. I yeah. like it. 
So if you buy it on screen, you've got no, the I, I highly recommend there. the actual potion the itself. <laughs> the neural oil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Uh, yeah. The oil is. Uh, no, uh, you've already fire. sold me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> that sounds good to me. And if you keep your bottle, you like refill it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. charge you less to refill it. Your <laughs> I have the bottle. Hey, the same I can do that. I first bought my first bottle. Yeah. <laughs> she said i need a refill yeah it's just some good stuff it's some really good stuff well you know i love the fact that um i know you talked about this on your on the first uh podcast that you did about how um you know you basically were a christian most of your life right and then you uh started doing um you know the, the witchcraft you know, part of it. And I love that because you don't hear that often. Usually when you hear the word witch, you are, especially in the South, you're mm-hmm. thinking uh, dark devil work, you know, da, 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 da. And I love that you're, you're like letting people know, look, that's not what it is. You know, it, it's only a small percentage of, you know, what witchcraft is, you know, and, and I, I love that about you. That's one thing that that when you said that, I was like, that's awesome, you know, that that she is able to share that. To me, it's more like a journey, okay? Most people this day and age are looking and seeing more and more of the pagan religion and realizing it's not as scary as what they were taught. And they're looking at their own religion and they're seeing in their own lives and they're seeing similarities. They're seeing that, hey, we're doing a lot of the same stuff. So how come it's right for us? but wrong Mm -hmm. for them. And Mm -hmm. so people have to understand, you know, I know in the old ways it was, you have to be one way or the other. I'm realizing now in this day and age, it's not, it's a process. It's a journey. Like for me, I was a natural witch. I was doing really powerful things at a very young age that I should not have been doing, which a lot of naturals are. Yes. Um, I've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't raised with my family. So I wasn't taught how to control it or, you know, I was taught it was like insane or crazy or I was weird or right, freak or right. whatnot um, because I didn't have the teachings and instructions that I needed that my family would have offered. So mm-hmm. I didn't even have an idea of what I was doing until my 20s. Yeah. And by then I was, you know, drowning in it and I needed to find a way of controlling it. But nobody would teach me because... By that time, my power level was so high, they were scared. They're terrified. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to learn how to, and back in those days, this is like in the early 90s. Yeah, no <laughs> internet. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. I was there. So, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I the library, if you get those looks, and I just needed yes. help. But I actually mm-hmm. realized in my 30s that I was already reading books that would help in fourth grade. I was reading meditation books and self-hypnosis books in the fourth grade mm-hmm. to help myself because I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. You know? That's awesome that you were doing that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's awesome. You know, I've always said, um, and especially lately, like if I could do it all over again with my older kids, I would have taught them meditation, you know, practices so much earlier on in life. You know, I think that if we all did that, you know, we'd be a lot calmer, you know, yeah. and we maybe wouldn't be so crazy and we could actually go to our safe place and, 
you know, get out the aggression we have and just be at peace. You know, right. I think that's such a wonderful thing to teach kids, you know. But also when you're concerning kids and even you, with yourself, if you are really hyped up and pepped on, up on an emotion, whether it be anger or an excitement, if you try to meditate, you're not going to be. You have to have an outlet for mm-hmm. those really powerful emotions like anger. Easiest thing, a punching bag. If you have yeah. a lot of anger yeah. issues, have a punching bag or have a place where you can throw knives or, you know, something that's physical. Get it out. Yeah. You know, to where you are physically forcing it out of you. You have to purge yourself of it. Otherwise, the meditation is not going to work. Let's say that you're point. really excited. Well, find something that will expel that excitement in a constructive way. So that way you're not hindering others, you know, you know, <laughs> disturbing others. Because, you know, hey, when we're excited, we want to jump around. Find a spot where you can jump around, not disturbing those who are trying to study or read a book. But expel that energy, you know, mm-hmm. dance, you know, sing, whatever, coming, yeah. run, you know, jump, climb, you know, expel the energy first. Because if you try to meditate when you have those really strong emotions, it's not going to work. That's a good point. Very good point. I like that. Because you need to get to that spot when you meditate. You know, mm-hmm. you've got to to be at that spot. So, and mm-hmm. it's a hard place to get at. You know, yeah. it, at first it is. So right. that's that's good um, information. It's, a, you know. it's just about impossible to do when you're hyped up. Yeah, I mean, and that's probably why a lot of people can't get there. You know, but that's that's where you have to teach yourself the warning signs of, okay, I'm about to hit that emotional threshold that if I go there, I'm not going to be able to pull myself back. So set up like little warnings and alerts to where, okay, I need to meditate now. I need to take 30 seconds or five minutes now before I get to where I'm out of control and can, you know, you know, Before, even if yeah. It, yeah, even if it's, I mean, when I say harm, it could be just as harmful as, you know, somebody can't study or somebody can't sleep. You know, it's still harm. You know, you're still disturbing, okay. but you, know, you still got to be true to you. You still got to expel that energy, but be watchful, you know, watch yeah. that energy level. Be, be kind to others. It. Yes. Be kind <laughs> to others. And it's not easy in this day and age. It's not. No, it's not. But that's like my biggest thing is, is, um, I think that brings me the most joy in life is to um, to be kind to others and show others that there is still kindness in the world. You know what I mean? It, that mm-hmm. that really that's what gets my blood flowing. I love it. I love it. I love it. And here comes Gandalf, our our show host, um, or our show producer. Well, hello, Gandalf. <laughs> the producer is here, and he wants to walk on the computer. He just wanted to say, "Hey, it's it's going well. You guys are doing a good job." <laughs> okay, producer. Now don't go. That's okay. Dante's me. been here. Dante, oh, Dante. Oh, he's been here the whole time. Oh. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, Dante's been here the whole time. <laughs> he looks orange. Love That's it. Funny. Love it. Love it. Orange. <laughs> he's a black cat. He's hiding his black. He's got cat red in his fur. Oh, is that what? That oh, is? actually, the in the light. The red. Yeah, in the light, it looks red. Yes. Um, it, when he's in the sunlight, most black cats they have that brown color in their coat. You put light extreme light to him and it's red ah, so. yeah i did have a black cat like that yeah he, he was yeah it's neat yeah it's neat. i've you seen some that was blue. that's too. awesome yeah 
So, Missy, you have any more questions it. for Akasha? Yeah, but can you think of anything else? I think I'm not that, sure you that think of a summers it up. <laughs> we'll oh, I've got more, more, but like I said, we'll we'll be here all night. Yeah, we will. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, everybody will get bored of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The ratings go tanking. Well, I and... loved it. This was fun. I had fun, ladies. Too. This was very, very fun. I have uh, one more question. You I have any to... questions, Lisa? Yeah, I do have one yes. more. Um, if anyone, uh, if you, anyone starting out with spell work or working with control issues with their energy or any any kind of help you can offer anyone beginning a path with energy work. If, uh, I know I asked you this once before, but you got any more, especially with like magic and spell spell work and stuff like that. You got any advice for beginners? Um, my advice for beginners is first one, pr start practicing on your meditation right off the bat. Um, it's gonna be needed. Um, work on grounding, which is easy with grass in your feet. You, you know, something that occurs to me, something that occurs to me what? that was difficult for me when I was younger to wrap my head around with magic was how mm -hmm. to believe that I could. Does that make sense? Like how to believe that I yeah. could possibly have that ability or that, you know what I mean? That's, that's the threshold kind of like, mm -hmm. so like for someone, maybe out 20, Maybe I'm 23, and I'm, you're telling me how to cast the spell and 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 believe I'm doing it. And and you see, you've one time you told me every spell comes comes to pass, no matter what it is. I believe you now. At the time, I was like, oh come on, but now I know what you mean. <laughs> right. now. You're yeah, but you was when you mean it. Well, that's when it's happening. <laughs> Maybe so not how do you believe. Make yourself mean Maybe it, believe you know? is not the right it's when word. You mean okay, it. it's when you mean it. It's like you got to mean that. That's how I thought of it. You know. Well, but here's the thing. An easy way of doing this, okay? The easy way of explaining this. Instead of maybe believing, maybe visualize the whole process is a better way. Because if you can visualize you going through the whole entire process of getting what you're asking for, then that is a belief in itself. Because it's the like, more times like you happens. visualize yourself going yeah. through it. Yes. Right. It, because then it's not that it happened. It already happened. You're just yes. waiting for the reward. That's because no, yeah. you've already carved it out. No, yeah. it's you've already carved it out. You've already done it a million times because you did it in your head. And remember when I told you, just because it's happening in your head does not mean it doesn't happen in reality. Yeah. So if you're doing things a million times in your head, like a job, say you really are desperately wanting to get a job. I tell people to do the spell work and to visualize the process and mainly a candle, a green candle. It's a little bit of my financial oil. Um, put a little bit on the outer sides of the candle and then turn around on your piece of paper while you're watching the flame. Well, uh, visualize yourself and even write down, get applications to every place, you know, that you can't go through filling out applications. Then visualize yourself getting that call for that first interview. Then visualize that going well and the questions and stuff and, you know, a little camaraderie and joking and uplifting, happy interview. Then visualize the second call where it's maybe a second interview or it could be that you're getting the job and filling out the paperwork. Visualize the process all the way to getting that first check, cashing it and spending it on what you need to spend it on. 
Because if you visualize that process and you do it over and over and over again, by the time that you're filling out the applications and got to the first interview, well, you've already done it a million times in your head because you've visualized it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like and you're more comfortable way. with it too yes yeah yeah i can see yeah, that i like that that's, totally so see cool. that. that's cool thank you right. so yeah. much akasha and thank you so much Missy. Yeah. this is a really great show i've really enjoyed it and um yes, it was. thank you everybody for listening you can find akasha at dragon pre gifts and you can find that on facebook and uh her website is dragon us dragon pre's gifts us I'll put those in no, the dragonpreeze.us. Dr. Dragonpreeze.us. I'll put that in her Facebook group uh, in the description. You can find her. She has lots of goodies to offer. And she's also on Patreon. And uh, Missy, as always, thank you very much. And everybody thank listening, thank you so much. Have a great night. And everybody can go to her page and get that oil. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> oh. I'm going tomorrow. <laughs>